And we are back. This is episode 129 of the Jake Boucher Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as you've noticed, I have been gone recently. I haven't been uploading any episodes. And obviously, it's my fault. Um, I just, it's just tough sometimes. So um, I'll just give you guys kind of a, a little rundown of what's been going on the, the last month or so, a little over a month. Um, so I didn't upload for a little bit at the beginning of the year because I was having some issues, um, with my health and last week I didn't upload because I was having migraines and I haven't had migraines and I don't know, since I was like eighth grade or something, all of a sudden I'm getting migraines. So yeah, but thank God I haven't had an issue this week as of yet, knock on wood. But yeah, so that's kind of the the rundown for, for recently. But this episode right now, I want to get into this episode pretty quick. I don't want to waste your time um, because you guys are busy. You guys are listening to this driving, listening to this working out. I don't know what you're doing, but you're pressed for time. So this episode I'm super excited about um, because it's going to be very helpful. Um, you can take some stuff from this to implement into your own life or if your own business, um, whatever it is, and kind of, and it's a relatively simple concept to follow. It's just it just comes down to if you know how to properly do it, and if you're willing to practice over a certain period of time, or I guess you could say over the course of your life, because you can never get too good at this. Same same with everything else, though. You can never get too good at basically anything else like you can never get too good at basketball you can never get too good at golf you can never get too good at writing like you just can't get too good at anything i don't personally believe that i don't know maybe someone disagrees but you know it's a story for another day so without further ado let's jump right into this episode in this episode we're talking about business storytelling so let's go all right so I've been wanting to discuss this topic for a little while. Um, I believe I've had one other episode on this podcast that has been about the topic of storytelling. Um, So this would be my second entry on that topic, but this one right here is will go into more depth, and it I think it's going to be a little more clearer. Um, If I'm not mistaken, my first episode about storytelling was kind of all over the place. I was kind of unorganized. I think it was a spur-of-the-moment thing. But for this one right here, it's not a spur-of-the-moment thing. Um, I've been kind of brainstorming this one for the past few days because I thought this would be a really great episode to do and put on the podcast. So business storytelling. I don't know if you're listening to this, if you are if you own a business, if you you know work at a business. I don't know what your deal is. But I'm going to assume for the basis of this episode that you're in business, you're interested in storytelling, um, marketing, sales, something like that. Or maybe you're not even interested in that at all. Maybe you're interested in writing. Um, you want to write a book or something or you know, a, a guide, whatever it is. Or you could just be listening to this to you know pass time. So whatever it is, I appreciate you tuning in. But... I'm going to talk about business storytelling because business storytelling is so, 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 so crucial. Um, I believe, I personally believe it's the most important 
um, aspect of a business, especially the marketing strategy. Um, and there's a reason why so many people go out of business and they've been going out of business for decades or centuries. It's because they can't tell a stupid story. And if you can master the art of storytelling, you'll be in business forever. Like that's what it really comes down to. Um, and so many people go out of business because they just don't know how to tell a story or they try to tell a story and it just doesn't stick. They don't know what they're doing. They, they just kind of wing it. They think it's good. They don't let the market decide if it's a good story and they kind of just keep going with it. They don't test it. They don't tweak it. They don't change anything. So especially in this current time period with the pandemic and so many businesses going out of business, uh, I, I personally think with a lot of the restaurants closing, I think it's like what, close to 50% of restaurants are closed. I don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Um, but since the beginning of the pandemic, I thought I heard that was like 50% of the restaurants are shut down for good up or up around there. I'm not positive. So, but if, if like a good portion of those restaurants knew how to tell a story, they would still be in business. I personally believe. Obviously, there's a lot of them that just couldn't do anything. They just didn't have the capital. Um, they just just couldn't manage. They just literally could not survive this uh, situation that they found themselves in. It, it was it was impossible. But I think some of them could have if they knew how to tell a story for for about their business, about the restaurant, about their you know doctor's office. Uh, I think doctor's office is doing, are doing pretty well right now. But I'll use restaurant for example. If Let's say 10% of those 50% that shut down knew how to tell a story and they could have avoided shutting down because they had the money and they, you know, had a few months to spare. You know, they had like four or five, six months until the doors would have to shut for good. In those four or five, six months, they could have story, did some storytelling to get more customers through the door and to order more food or, you know, order takeout and stuff. I think... So many of them could have done that. They could have utilized social media to tell their story at a massive scale and, you know, stayed in business. To this day, they still would have been in business. Um, because storytelling, like I said, is the lifeblood of any business. I don't care what business it is. It could be insurance. It could be a mortgage company. Whatever it is, if you could tell a good story, you'll be in business forever. Okay. Because humans, they are, we are addicted to stories. There's a reason why we all watch TV, we all watch movies, we all read books, we all listen to whatever we listen to. Music, you, they tell, the artists tell stories in their songs. Um, you know, podcasts tell stories, a lot of them at least. Um, what else is there? Everything, if you look around, basically everything is a story. Your friends tell stories all the time. You tell stories all the time. It, it's just never ending. We just crave stories so much, especially if they're good, because it just gives us, a, it just makes us feel happy if, if it's a good story. Like, this is why I read fiction books, because fiction books make me, you know, they put me in this different world, basically. They make me feel, they, they get me 
what's the word I'm looking for? They get me ingrained in the story and just my brain is just like, oh, I want more, I want more, I want more. That's why I read fiction and also I read fiction because reading fiction is great for improving your storytelling if you want to do that. For me, in my business, I need to be a great storyteller to get more customers. So that is why I read fiction to improve my storytelling to see like, oh, what did he do right here to, you know, get me sucked in? Like, what did he do here to, um, you know, make the characters seem, you know, out of sorts and kind of like on a mission to, to achieve their goal? And what, what did he do to grab my attention, basically? So that's why I read fiction, um, because it's just so great for practicing and improving your, your storytelling for whatever it is you're doing. Um, and, and another thing about how humans are addicted to stories, okay? So when we go to sleep every single night, or most nights, I'd say, we dream. And those dreams are stories that we make up in our head when we're sleeping. So when we're even sleeping, when we're unconscious, we're telling ourselves stories because they keep us entertained even in our sleep, I guess. Um, I know some people don't have too many dreams. I'm one of those. I don't, ha I don't have a dream every night. But when I do, it's a pretty damn good story that I end up forgetting 10 minutes after I wake up. But anyway, we still tell ourselves stories when we sleep because we crave stories. It's just constant entertainment for us. And it just, you know, keeps our brain happy, I guess. And there's a reason why we are attract, attracted to certain stories. Like for me, my favorite TV show of all time is Breaking Bad. Um, that show is just perfection. And they, the reason why it's my favorite TV show of all time is because they tell the best story out of any other TV show I've ever watched that the story that they tell on that TV show boosts everything. It, it just makes me immersed in that world and I can't get enough of it because the storytelling in that show is perfection and I want more. That's why I'm rewatching it right now for the fourth or fifth time because I just can't get enough of it. There's always something new I pick up and you know, stories resonate with, with us because it boosts our feelings of trust. And this is related to the business storytelling. Um, it boosts our feelings of trust, compassion, and empathy. So empathy towards, you know, other people. That's what empathy means is, you know, you try to feel the feelings of the other person. You got to step in their shoes to, to try to feel or know what they're feeling. Um, so that's what stories do. They make us gain trust. So if a business tells a great story, consistently tells a great story, the trust factor will skyrocket. That's why when I get those emails every day from newsletters, from entrepreneurs and, and people that I follow and get emails from, I probably delete 90% of them, 90% of the emails I get from these newsletters, but I keep 10% because they tell a great story. If they catch my attention right away, the email, there's been the first the subject line or the first few sentences, I will read the entire thing and I won't delete it because I've like subconsciously, I'm telling myself, I'm going to come back to that and, you know, kind of dive deeper into that because they're trying to, because they sucked me in. They, they really grabbed my attention with what they were trying to give to me or the story that they're telling because a lot of these newsletters, the most successful ones, 
tell a great story. And that's why I don't delete those 10% because they tell a great story and I want to know more. And I'm sure whoever's listening to this, you guys are getting newsletters from, you know, authors or people. Um, and you don't delete some of them because they tell a great story and you want to know more. That's what I'm talking about right there. That is perfect business storytelling. And if you can do that, like those people that have those super, super successful email newsletters, if you can do that, you will never go out of business. And I think you can see why right now, why you will never go out of business because the people that know how to tell a story can keep telling stories over and over and over and over again. They can use the same story over and over again, just tweak it here and there, but they can just keep recycling it and keep, you know, playing around with it and tell, make up stories, use real stories. It doesn't matter because it, you could, they could use a fake story and you won't really know. They could have names that sound real, sounds like real life, you know, real life things that happen to the character in the story and you won't ever know. And a lot of them do use made-up stories to sell you their products and services and so on and so forth. So I want to transition to the best stories. Like I just mentioned, how these newsletters, the, the good newsletters, tell amazing stories. And have you noticed that the best stories, or most stories, I would say, maybe all of them, have a hero? They could have one hero, they could have multiple heroes, but they have a hero, okay? So this hero, there's a, there's a three-part framework of the hero story, okay? There's the first act, which is called the departure act, okay? The hero embarks on a journey to achieve a goal, okay? So let's use a popular, popular movie or a popular literature piece of work. So we'll do both. We'll do Lord of the Lord of the Rings, okay? So that's a really popular book series. I think it's a series of books. And really popular movie series. One of the most popular movie series of all time. So let's just use this as an example to, you know, kind of play out the the framework of the hero story. So, you know, actually I'm going to talk about The Hobbit instead. Um, it's just more fresh in my brain than Lord of the Rings. So The Hobbit, Bilbo Baggins embarks on the journey to achieve a goal, okay? He leaves his home of the Shire to go on a journey to achieve something. Now, I haven't watched it in a few years, but I don't remember specifically what he's going on the journey for, but I know he's going on the journey, and ulti ultimately he found the ring, all that stuff. But he embarked on a journey to achieve a goal, and it sucked you in right away, Okay. And then we have the next act in the hero story. You have the initiation act, okay? The hero faces various problems before the climax of the story. And in The Hobbit, you're damn right, Bilbo Baggins experienced various problems before ultimately achieving his goal. So he ran into, you know, the, the orcs. Uh, the, I think the orcs. Oh, what's his name? Solomon? Something like that. The the pro protagonist and, and, and the antagonist in Lord of the Rings, Solomon, something like that. I forget his name. The the leader of the, the, the orcs. And um, so people, so he found the ring or something. I, I believe he found the ring or was given, it was given to him, something like that. And then 
everybody, all the antagonists in the story wanted the ring. They wanted to get the ring back because it holds that much power. So all these antagonists would keep going after Bilbo because he had the ring and they knew it. And so they kept going after him and going after him. And that was the problems that he was facing before the climax of the story. He just had to constantly face these problems and get out of it alive. And then you have the last act is the return act. It's very simply the hero overcomes every challenge to achieve the goal, which of course he did because he survived in the end. Spoiler alert. So yeah, that is the basis of the three-part framework of the hero story. And that is why the best told stories are the best told stories is because they follow this framework, the hero story. This will never die. This been this has been around for thousands of years or ever since the beginning of literature or language, I guess you could say too. The hero story framework will never go away. It was here 10,000 years ago. It'll be here 50,000 years from now. It will never go away. It is evergreen. It will never die out. People will always love stories no matter what time period it is. So your business, or maybe you're not in business, maybe you're writing a book, you need the hero story, okay? You need multiple hero stories or just keep adapting the same hero story into different hero stories. And you need to keep putting out these hero stories to your audience in any way you can, whether that's through audio, video, written, whatever you want to do, or all three, that's even better. You need to keep putting those out. Keep Create a hero character and keep writing that. Keep writing those hero stories. Because I can promise you, your audience will never get sick of it. And you'll get new, and you'll get new customers because your current audience is going to spread the word about your brand or your business. Because you know how to tell a great story. And people will always flock to a great story. That's why the most popular shows are the most popular shows. That is why Game of Thrones is one of the most popular shows of all time. Because they tell a great story until season 8. That is why Breaking Bad is one of the biggest shows in the last 15, 20 years. Especially when it went off air and onto Netflix. Because they tell a great story. That is why the best books are the best books. That's why Harry Potter is super popular. Because they tell a great story. Harry Potter is the hero. He goes through the departure act. He embarks on the journey to achieve a goal. He faces various problems. Voldemort, before the climax of the story... He returns. He overcomes every challenge to achieve his goal. You getting you seen the pattern with storytelling? The hero journey, hero story will keep you in business. It will grow your business. It will make put you ahead of your competition. Ultimately, the hero journey will blow up your business if you pull it off correctly. So let's transition this to, or let's, let's relate this to the customer. Okay, if you're in business, um, you have a customer. The customer is the hero in this situation, okay? You have to make the customer see that they are the hero. So the customer, the departure act, okay? We're transitioning from the fictional story, fictional hero story to 
the real life story, real life hero. The customer has been in search of a desired outcome. So the customer is trying to figure out how they can achieve their goal of losing 10 pounds. The customer is trying to figure out how they can achieve their goal of, you know, growing a beard, whatever it is. So let's use the losing 10 pounds one, okay? There's plenty of those around. So the customer is like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds for in the next 30 days. Like, how do I do this? That's their, that's their desired outcome. How can I lose 10 pounds in the next 30 days? And so the next act is the customer goes on the journey to find the solution. They will go on the internet. They'll ask their friends and family, oh, do you guys know how I can lose 10 pounds in 30 days? Like, is there anything out there that, that makes that possible? And people are like, oh, yeah, go use Weight Watchers. And go use, go go subscribe to Nooms. Go, go to the gym. Oh, you start eating broccoli and all these different vegetables and, you know, start eating less. Like, and so this is, these are, they're facing the problem right here because they're getting all these different options thrown at them. And they're going to try some of these op options, okay? They're going to go, okay, I'm going to try going to the gym. Okay, I'm going to try Weight Watchers for a little bit. Okay, I'm going to try just eating less because that's what my friends said to do. I'm going to try it, okay? And then they notice that it doesn't work. That's the problem. Some of these don't work. And they're like, oh, man, some of these don't work. Like, I got to change something up. Like, I got to keep, like, testing. Or or the worst thing that happens is they just give up, which has happened plenty of times. Like, oh, there's just too many things. Like, it's not possible for me to lose weight. And the reason they get to that point is because they weren't told a good story that actually would benefit them. Like the actual product would benefit them. They haven't like Weight Watchers. I th I believe it works. I don't know. I've never used it. I'm hopefully never going to be on it or be using it. But Weight Watchers, those types types of um you know businesses or brands tell a great story. Weight Watchers tells a great story. That's why it's as, as big as it is. It's because they tell a great story. They get customers to, you know, try out the product. And I guess it works for some people, at least. And so this customer that was throwing all these different ideas by their family and friends and the internet, all these different things, they're, they're trying everything. Some of them don't work. And so they give up or they keep pursuing trying to lose weight. And so they're like, okay, I'm going to go with Weight Watchers. I'm going to try Weight Watchers for two months. I'm going to see if it helps me. And so after, a, after 30 days on Weight Watchers, they notice that they have lost 10 pounds. And so they're super happy, as you can imagine. Super, super happy. They're like, oh, wow, I can't believe that worked. They found the solution through Weight Watchers. That is the return act. They overcame every challenge to achieve their goal. They overcame the challenges of not finding the right product or, you know, not doing their correct workouts and at the gym they you know they stopped eating but it wasn't working and they realized that not eating as much is not as healthy so they tried weight watchers got the three meals a day plus healthier healthy snacks through weight watchers and they after those 30 days they lost those 10 pounds and they found their solution and they're super satisfied and, and happy with themselves that right there it's a customer journey for a hero story.
If you can do that, if you can do what I just said, the three-part framework of the hero story for the rest of your life, I don't care if you're in business, I don't care if you're just trying to entertain your friends and family. If you want to entertain people, you can do, do the same exact thing. If you want to be a comedian, you can do the same exact thing. Use a three-part framework of the hero story. Now, it's not gonna be, you're not going to be using that same exact framework all the time. I mean, you probably could, but you can switch it up. There's other very uh, there's other you know frameworks that you can use of uh, different storytelling techniques. I'm not going to get into those right now because they're I'm not like an expert or I'm not an expert on this, but I'm not like too caught up on those other frameworks at this point in time. But it's something I'm definitely going to learn about. Even for sales, I, I, I different ty- certain types of sales, the three-part framework of the hero story would work like crazy. Like the email newsletter, that's sales. That works beautiful for email newsletters. If you're in front of a client or in front of multiple potential clients trying to sell your services, the three-part framework could work in different in, uh, uh, cases, but it really depends on the situation. So... I'm going to leave it at that for, for that. I don't want to dive into that at, like too much. But business storytelling, use the three-part framework of the hero story. You put that all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, podcast, blog, whatever it is. Use the three-part framework of the hero story. Tell the story. Have a hero. Have the customer be the hero. And you will reap the, reap the rewards. Just practice storytelling. Practice, 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 because it will never go out of style. Stories will never get old. People, People always love a good story. And remember that and execute on that, and you'll be in business forever. Well, and there you have it. That right there is, you know, the basis of business storytelling and storytelling in general if you need to go back in this episode and you know replay some things please do um i tried to give you guys as much value as i could in those 26 minutes or whatever it was and um yeah so i'm very excited with how that came out i hope you guys followed along i hope it wasn't too confusing i hope it wasn't jumping around all over the place uh if i was please let me know um, via, you know, Twitter, my username is, uh, Jake Boucher underscore at the end, like, at the line, like, yeah, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I just, I really hope it was, wasn't too hard to follow because that would be awful. But if it was, then I'll have to improve for the next episode. So anyway, I hope you guys can execute on some of this and implement it into your life no matter what you're doing um and start start crushing it okay because if you can tell a good story you'll be in business forever so remember that and you'll be good so thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will see you on the next episode